G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Whenever I'm talking to Christian commentators about the upcoming federal election, one of the common threads is things will be very different if there is a change of government. Well, the pressure is intensifying, and as we've been talking about for months, intensifying on Christians who in this coming election do appear to have much to lose. But it's not just Christians, it's the whole nation. When you speak up on some of the issues being discussed as policy platforms by the major parties, it becomes all the more obvious that there is a real passion around the issues at play. Emotions are running high, social media is increasingly nasty. So what can we predict will change depending on the outcome of the federal election? Well, Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch has been writing about all sorts of issues this week and even offering warnings. And Bill Muhlenberg back with us again today. Bill, welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, not long now and we'll be all off to the polls and there are some very, very difficult platforms that are being projected very openly that fly in conflict with our Christian faith. Uh, What are your thoughts for the latest articles that you've been writing about what things of change might eventuate uh, with regard to freedom and religion and children in Australia? Yes, well, you said in your intro uh, about predicting things. Well, we actually don't need to predict. We, in fact, know with absolute certainty on a whole range of very key issues, certainly uh, key issues that will impact every single Christian in this country, if not every single Australian. So obviously there's plenty of important topics one could address in this regard, but you're quite right to say uh a change of government will make a very radical change. And if you simply look at uh, how one of the two major parties has responded to a, a recent questionnaire sent out by one of our leading homosexual lobby groups, that tells you probably more than you need to know exactly where at least one of these parties is going to stand. Now, when we talk election questionnaires, uh, and on this program, listeners will be very familiar with the sorts of questionnaires that go out from places like the Australian Christian Lobby or uh, from Family Voice Australia or the, uh, uh, you know, the Australian Christian Values Checklist. These are really powerful and they'll be available in this coming election as well for people to make choices. What you're saying is that on the side of the LGBTIQ lobby, they do the sort of same thing. They're sending these questionnaires to the political parties to endeavour to lock them in on their policy contract with Australia. Yeah, well, exactly. That's what they're doing. Uh, In fact, there's probably far more on the left doing this than the, the handful that you mentioned from our side. So, yeah, obviously all the lobby groups, all the left, secular left groups, they've got their uh, 
questionnaires going, and we can look at one, especially, as I say, from this very uh, key homosexual lobby group that, uh, well, the Labor Party was absolutely uh, thrilled to receive, to answer, and to send it back. It's already up on the uh, Equality Australia's website, and you can see for yourself it's a lengthy 18-question questionnaire. And, uh, well, if you know anything about labor and its policies, there's no real surprises there, but simply the fact that they have now in cement, if you will, made it perfectly clear what they intend to do should they win office May 18. This is, well, this is scary as all get out, and certainly if you call yourself a Christian, you ought to be absolutely shocked at the things they're promising, the things that they're going to do, and the, the clampdown they're going to make on those who disagree. Bill, are there responses from the Liberals or the Nationals or indeed any of the minor parties in the same questionnaires? Are you aware? Well, it's a good question. I've given a link both to the Labour replies and to the website of the group itself. So it will indeed be interesting to see, you know, if the Libs do the same, Nationals and other groups. Uh, I haven't looked recently, uh, but again, just the fact that they were very proudly showcasing the labor response and that it came in so very quickly, uh, that's telling in and of itself. Mind you, if uh, the Libs and others do send in theirs, well, I'll probably write articles on their replies as well. Hopefully there'll be some at least substantial differences in how they answer some of these questions. But at the moment, what we have is the Labour Party's statements on these 18 questions, and it's scary stuff indeed. So this is where the pressure will come from, and it's not hidden at all. It's a part of the policy of the Labour Party, and it's been responded to on these questionnaires from the LGBTIQ lobby. And so how does that look compared to the sorts of things that we talk about often as Christian values uh, when it comes to these issues of sexuality, uh, of children, of freedom of religion? Uh, what, are, what are the big differences and what would people expect to see uh, if uh, Labour wins power? Well, again, uh, we're not saying that the other parties are uh, perfect in all these areas. Uh, there are some nonetheless consistent differences here. But at least Labor, again, has fully spilled the beans. They've told us exactly what they plan to do. So let's look at things like religious freedom. Think of Christian schools. Probably many of your leaders or, or listeners uh, would have uh, either gone to Christian schools themselves, have children, grandchildren. So this impacts so many believers. Uh, Labor has made it perfectly clear in their answers to this homosexual group that if they win power, they will not only ban what they call discrimination in all Christian schools, not just for students, so anybody with any sexual proclivity or orientation can waltz right in and demand to be accepted as a student. That might be one thing. But Labor has also made it perfectly clear. No staff, no teachers, nobody will be allowed to be discriminated against in. So if a homosexual principal or teacher or a Bible study leader, chaplain, you name it, 
if they seek to get a job at your local Christian school, and the Christian school says, well, sorry, we do have certain biblical beliefs we try to adhere to here, they will be uh, taken to the full uh, force of the law, what the actual penalties will be, we don't know, or there just means taking away all federal funding, whether it means shutting down the schools, whether it means arresting uh, those who will not comply. This really is the beginning of the pink big brother in Australia, and if you at all value religious freedom and Christian education, this should send shivers down your spine. So the pressure will be on no matter who wins government for that to happen. Uh, mm. But what you're saying is the Labor Party has jumped in boots and all to support yep. that side of the argument. Let's talk about another one of those really important issues, and that is this issue of conversion therapy. Mm. Mm. And uh, I'm sure that there are many who don't understand truly and fully what that means, but there's a big effect on that uh, for Christians and churches and church leaders uh, if that particular issue is taken up as a platform and becomes law banning conversion therapy. Yeah, well, that's absolutely right. That's another absolutely critical issue. Every single Christian in this country should be putting down their newspapers, uh, putting down their wheat picks, whatever, and listen carefully. This is a shocker. Bear in mind the term itself is a pejorative one. Uh, conversion therapy, those involved would use other terminology, whether reparative therapy or simply help for those who are struggling with their same-sex attraction. So let's make it clear, A, what this is, and B, what labor wants to do. Uh, If you have somebody who has homosexual attractions, he's not happy with them, he wants help, he wants a bit of counsel, he wants a bit of advice, Uh, That's really all we mean by reparative therapy. You can come to, say, perhaps a Christian counselor or a pastor or an ex-homosexual, and they can talk. You know, it has nothing to do with forcing anybody to do anything. It has to do with those who are not happy with their attractions, and they simply want to get a bit of counsel. Well, what Labor has made perfectly clear, that will become illegal in Australia. You will not be able to do it. And those who try to offer that kind of help will be punished one way or another. So that includes not just your pastors, not just your counselors. It could be a Bible study leader. It could be a church school. It could be even bookstores that sell books on help for those who want to change fact, as I write in my article, the Bible itself is a book of change. It's about transformation. It's how God can turn lives around. I asked in a very serious manner, will the Labor Party soon ban the Bible because it offers hope, not just for homosexuals, but for all sinners? We all can be changed by the grace of God. We all can be set free from our sinful lifestyles. But Labor has said already this will become illegal, at least when it comes to homosexuality. As we occasionally raise this idea that Christians are only really interested in one type of conversion, and that is the conversion of the sinner to become a saint. 
And then God deals with the heart in so many powerful ways. And this is where our Christian leadership has such a role to play because as people are conforming to the image of Christ and conforming to the truth of the Scripture, that help comes from leaders in churches. And if leaders are prohibited from doing that, that is a dreadful oppression on the Christian church. So uh, that's a significant thing to think about and a significant thing that may well even sway some people from even the way that they cast their vote this election bill. Well, it should. I mean, for heaven's sakes, either you haven't been listening carefully, and again, you can read the article, I have links, you can read the entire response of labor, you can read all 18 questions, don't believe me, read the actual website material. But again, it's not just even leaders, it's any Christian. I'm not a leader in a sense. What if a homosexual came to my home and said, I'm, I'm kind of concerned about my life, can you give me a bit of counsel? I would say even my own sharing with them biblical truths could fall under the hammer of labor's new draconian laws if they get elected. So anybody, youth leader, it could be somebody holding a home Bible study, could be simply sharing the gospel on the streets of your capital city. A homosexual comes up and says, what does the Bible say about, you know, homosexuality and change if they simply share Bible verses? they can be arrested, perhaps. So it's not just leaders, it's really all Christians who take the Word of God seriously, who believe the Bible is God's Word, and we do offer help and hope for all people. All that is now under direct threat by the declared policies of Bill Shorten and the Labour Party. And as you indicate, there are challenges on both sides. And interesting, in a conversation like we're having today, like conversations we've had before, Bill, uh, where you've got policy platforms that are developing that are directly contravening the Christian morality that we've all come to understand from a study of the Bible, and that does ring some alarm bells. Let me point people to the latest article that you have Posters, and uh, people can go and find the article when you simply Google Culture Watch, one word, or you go to BillMuhlenberg.com. This article we've been talking about today, some details there, even those links to those controversial websites. Uh, when you read Bill's article, what a labour win will mean for freedom, religion and children in Australia. Bill Muhlenberg, always good to catch up. Thank you so much for sharing your insights with us today on 2020. Always a pleasure. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.